Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Today's program is brought to you by Rolling Press, a family-run, eco-friendly printing company. For more information, visit RollingPress.com. I'm Damon Bolte, host of The Speakeasy. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Hello and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert and vice columnist and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on deadspin.com and my guest today is Dana Evans. Hi. Hi, Dana. Uh, Dana is a writer for Gawker.com who describes herself as a big doofus. True. Uh, <laughs> true. I wouldn't have described you that way, but I think it's pretty cute. Um, and she told me in advance of this um, episode that she is obsessed with organizing her calendar. Yes. Yes. I was thrilled to hear that because it means that today we're going to be talking about to-do lists and creating a cleaning schedule that works for you. And we will probably dive into a little bit about apps and paper lists and all kinds of good stuff. That sounds great. Awesome. And um, I also, I was particularly excited that you mentioned that you are obsessed with your calendar because a question that I get asked all the time Mm. is a a very personal one, which is, which is, uh, Jolie, what is your cleaning schedule? Right. And the thing is with my column, because it's a cleaning advice column, it feels always feels a little too self-indulgent for me to like get into what my cleaning schedule is. Sure. Yeah. And for whatever reason, when my book came out and I was doing a lot of promotion for the book, it was one of the, it was one of the topics that like my, my, the publicist who was assigned to me in the book came up with to talk about, but then just never materialized of like me writing like a, what my weekly cleaning schedule thing is. Sure. Sure. Uh, so today we're going to talk a little bit about, Oh, I can't wait. Uh, yeah. We're oh, going to, this, this is good. Yeah. We're going to do a deep dive into my own life. Um, so, but first I want to hear about your calendar obsession. Okay. And I want to hear what kind of calendar you use. Okay, so this is actually really timely because I just switched over. I mean, it's just, it sounds so lame, but it's, it was a huge deal to me. I now use Google Calendar like as an app on my phone. Okay. Instead, because previously, I was married to having a moleskin weekly like book calendar that I okay. carried around with me. When, when did you give up the paper? Um, maybe all of two weeks ago. Oh my God, this is new. It's very, (laughs) I feel very uncomfortable because what I used to do is I every year would buy an 18 month, 18 month, I guess. Yeah. It was like 12 to 18 month, uh, hardcover moleskin calendar. That was a weekly calendar. 
And I have a stack of them in my room that it's like, if I want to know what I was doing on like, you know, January 3rd, 2007, I can go back to that date and say like, I wrote it down. That's what I was doing. Or, you know, <laughs> do you, do you, do you often find yourself wondering what well, you're doing? Some, I mean, <laughs> January for, a person, for a person with a very bad memory, it actually can be kind of helpful okay. because it kind of, it, you know, refreshes that what I was doing on the if day. You had, if you had been part of Serial, the podcast, you would be <laughs> yes, like, exactly. Listen, like, I have resource. it. I have it in the yeah, diary. Exactly. <laughs> um, but the thing is, it, it got to this point where it was like, you know, I would leave it at work or I would be like carrying a bunch of shit or changing my bag or whatever it was. And I just, it's heavy. It, it's heavy. It's a heavy thing to carry around yep. and it becomes cumbersome to mm-hmm. just constantly have this because it, it's a hardcover book right. that I'm carrying with me. Okay. I, I'm going to, I have to fess up to something. Okay, please. So I actually last summer went back to the hardcover book. Oh my book. God. Okay. So, so-, <laughs> so this is bad news for me because I feel like I, I'm triggering you right yeah, now. Yeah. I feel so two weeks ago, I changed over to the Google Calendar. And it's been, I mean, it's so nice because it's like everything I need is on my phone. I look at my phone and it's like, okay, like I know where, I, and it gives me a notification. Mm-hmm. It tells me where I need to be, blah, blah, blah. There's but a whiteout involved right. with changing an appointment. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like sometimes, like I still have my calendar on my desk at work and sometimes I just like open it. I'm like, why is there nothing in here? It's so oh, no. sad. It just, cause it's, I guess maybe it's a visual thing. It's like, it's, yeah. I, I look at it and I know the week is in front of me and this is what I've written down. Right. Um, so I don't know, maybe, maybe who knows? Maybe it won't stick. Maybe yeah. I don't go back to it. Why okay. did you go back to so it? So I, I went back to it, um, in part because I had, I had switched over from paper grocery lists to using an app. And I use an app called AnyList for my weekly... Gro- I, I go grocery shopping every week. I'm very, like, regimented about mm-hmm. that. Um, and then, you know, we su- supplement throughout the week where we need to. But generally, I do, like, one big grocery shopping trip. Sure. And I had done the paper list, and I was like, okay, this is kind of wasteful. I switched to an app called AnyList that I really like. And part of the reason that I really like AnyList is because um, it allows you to create lists that you can then share with other people. Via okay. email. You don't have to share all of your list, but you can share some of them. Sure. So um, for my husband and I, it's convenient because I can be like, hey, can you do the grocery shopping for me today? Right. Here's the list is all ready for you sure, on yeah. this shared app that we have. Yeah. So that's great. But then I found that I was kind of missing my handwritten yeah. grocery list. It feels so, there's something so like tactile about it when you are writing something down and you can cross it off exactly right now when i put something on my calendar it feels like it's not real mm-hmm. sort of like mm-hmm. like i'll get notifications i've you know things that i have to do and it's like oh well i don't have to do that. like there's something i don't know something about the actual seeing my handwriting that yes. makes me like want to do it i completely agree with you on that so um after having this experience with the grocery shopping lists um, I realized that what I was missing was that handwriting mm-hmm. and the and the physical crossing off. It's not you know tapping a phone to cross something off right. isn't the same, right? For sure, um, is that check mark and your own pen and you know <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, blah. So exactly. I started um, I started a little bit going back. To, I still use the grocery shopping app, but I also still use Paperless. And I thought, well, you know what? Maybe this is this would also be true of my calendar. Mm. And because I had that kind of same disconnect between my my whatever calendar it is that i use probably gmail calendar i think is what i use um and the fact that i don't even know yeah but i can but i can tell you that my day planner is a lily pulitzer day planner yeah see i know you know what brand i know know what it is (laughs) um and so i i you know i saw this pretty lily pulitzer 
day planner and I couldn't resist it. And I thought, okay, maybe I'll try it out and see um, what it's like to go back to this. And if I don't like it, whatever, I'm out, you know, $13 or however much I spent for it. Yeah. And it turned out that I loved it and I loved it for a couple of reasons. I liked, I like writing the physically writing the things down. Right. I also use it as a little bit of a day-to-day to-do list. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. That's, see, this is one, this is my problem. This you're, you're honing in on why I'm so scared about this because my planner, if you open it on the left side is the week and on the right side, there's just a notepad space to write to-do lists or to write notes or whatever. And it's like now I don't know where to write it. Like, I'm just like, oh, yeah. I'm so untethered to the it's, world. It's like things that you're not necessarily going to schedule right right but that on a monday morning you may wake up and say like hey this week i really need like here i'm actually gonna give you an example from my real life Uh, on monday i woke up and i was like you know what this week i have really got to wash my floors yeah my floors haven't been (laughs) i know i you know i would love to write that on my (laughs) to-do list i I wake up on monday fretting over like oh my god my floors are filthy um but no they were filthy they needed to be washed it was just a thing i'd been putting off for a while and so sure enough right there my day i like open my day planner and i'm like oh Oh, Monday, ask a clean person is due today, and I have a racked column due today, yeah. and I'm going to jot in in pencil sometime this week, wash the floors, and then I did it yesterday because I got done with all my assignments really early yesterday. Right. So that's that's kind of why I like that paper thing. It also, I love it because it freaks people out that I use a paper day planner. Right. Yeah, I know. One of our colleagues, James Dell, I was in the office a couple of weeks ago. We were scheduling something and, you know, he whips out his phone and I whip out the it's Lily like Pulitzer yeah, day planner and he was absolutely. like, Jolie, what, I know. what is that? But there's, but there's also, I think there's like the, the feeling of like being on the phone with someone, maybe you're scheduling an appointment or whatever. And it's like, Oh, let me just write this down really quick. If literally my memory is so bad that if I'm on the phone with someone and I have to get off, I immediately forget what they've just said. So it's like, if they're telling me like, meet me at this thing at 12 or whatever, I can write it down right yeah. then and there. Yeah. Well, that's it's the other so thing. If you're actually but- on the phone, I mean, I think we, I'm, I'm sort of moving back to using the, the phone as a, as a telephone. Yeah. And when you same. do that, then you can't be using it as your computer, exactly, yeah. you know, your handheld computer because you're, you're talking on I it. Wonder, I wonder if there's some marriage of the two that we could find that's like, I can have my handwritten stuff and also have my phone. Because the problem now is that if I put something on my phone calendar and I haven't written it down or like you know if it's there but then not in another place then you don't know you're like sort of like scatterbrained like where am i supposed to be right now you know right exactly you can't really use both you sort of have to like sacrifice one for the other one for the other and what i what i find and this is actually going to be a really i think a good lead-in um to our first question that i'm gonna have dana read what i find the phone or the digital calendar, which you probably call it a digital calendar. Right, sure, right sure, yeah. for it, um, Is very good for recurring events. Right, Because absolutely. you get that reminder. Yeah. Um, it's, you only have to put it in once and just hit recurring versus, you know, in the paper planner, you have to, you have to physically write it every week yeah, if it's yeah. a recurring thing. So that actually is going to be a great lead-in to our first question, um, which is about um, sort of what what scheduling how to how to schedule your chores okay. essentially yeah. so i'm gonna have you, yeah, you um yeah this? yeah i'm gonna have dana read our first question um okay. she's gonna pretend to be our reader <laughs> 
All right. Hi, Julie. Hi. <laughs> I'm sure this probably sounds like a super basic housekeeping 101 type question, but I'm in, in some need of some super basic advice. All right. Easy. And Google really didn't help me much when I searched for housekeeping advice for single adults. Now, I, I have to I'm surprised <laughs> that the name Julie Care just didn't pop up yeah, for that. Yeah, the first thing. Because yeah. <laughs> that's more or less what I specialize in. Um, my natural state ranges from a bit messy to complete and utter filth. I live alone, so it historically hasn't caused too many problems until I got involved in a serious relationship. I would like to be able to bring my significant other, significant other over without feeling embarrassed. So I need to figure this stuff out. I recently hired someone to come clean every other week. The first visit was good. I frantically decluttered for days before he came over to clean and added bonus of having someone clean on a regular basis, incentive to declutter. And when he was done, things were sparkling. It was amazing. So here's my question. What kinds of cleaning maintenance do I do in between the biweekly cleaning visits to keep things clean and comfortable and not make my cleaning dude's job extra hard every two weeks? I don't know, besides decluttering and keeping up with the dishes. I've looked at Fly Lady, but her stuff just seems so overkill for my space and situation. Do I really need to scrub my toilet every day? Should I sweep or wash a sink every now and then? And good lord, what am I going to do when grad school starts up in the fall? My salary gets cut in half. I can only afford my cleaning person to come over once a month. Can you give me a recommendation for the bare minimum I should be doing and how often? That's exactly the kind of question I would ask. Yeah, I love that. I love that question. <laughs> and I think it's I think it's such a good one. And, and I like, I mean, you know, I think um, for people who don't know what Fly Lady is, Fly Lady um, is a, a cleaning you know, ex- expert, um, and kind of, and kind of like an emotional support expert to, mm-hmm. um, who has been around for a long, long time and she's great, but yes, her, her advice is very much geared to an audience of primarily women mm-hmm. who are married with families, probably living in the suburbs right. or maybe even slightly rural communities. It's not, she's, her advice is really not for the young single urban yeah um and that's which is great because that's where i come in um so i love this question for a couple of reasons the the first um is that i think it gets right into um the the notion of like what do i do and Mm -hmm. i like the way that she asked it because it was she she got into this thing that that i always try to remind people of is that you you only have to do what makes sense for you. I can't right, I can't right, prescribe right. something for all people to do in their homes because all of our homes are different and all of our messes are different and so on and so forth. So um, this also I really love it because it gets into the notion of this the, the handwritten list and the sort of the beauty of the handwritten list sure. and also using technology. Um, so the first thing I would tell this girl to do is to just take a look around her home after the cleaning lady has been there and make a note of what is super clean. Yeah, like, literally write it down on a piece of paper like oh my gosh this this bathroom is sparkling and look there's no toothpaste spittle on Mm -hmm. the mirror yeah whatever those things are um and then you're getting a baseline of what clean means to you right right and like the things that you don't notice maybe are the things you don't care about because you don't even notice them um and then once you have that kind of like what what are the chores that need to get done for this to be a happy home list Mm -hmm. um you can supplement in the in-between time when your cleaning lady isn't there or cleaning dude in this case um with that that extra you know clean cleaning the mirrors so cleaning having a clean mirror is you know a thing that makes you feel really good about your home then maybe clean the mirror twice a week um and then it goes right into the calendar which is plug that right into your digital calendar and get an yeah. email alert 
on Sunday that says, hey, clean the mirror. Yeah, that's such a, that's actually, I mean, it sounds so facile, but it's like, that is such a good idea. It makes a huge, (laughs) it makes a huge. Somebody telling you your phone saying like, please just clean your goddamn mirror, you know. Right. And then, (laughs) and then it also helps for people who aren't in the habit of clean. Like for me, I don't really need someone to, I don't know, I don't need my phone to tell me to go. Right. clean the mirror right. right i look at the mirror and i'm like Ooh, <laughs> the mirror must be clean today but that's how i you know that's right. just how i'm wired so for people who aren't necessarily wired that way it's a really good way to adopt a habit and mm-hmm. what you probably will find after like even just a month of getting these reminders on sunday mm-hmm. is that you'll wake up on sunday and be like oh today's mirror cleaning day right, right and you won't even need the reminders anymore but it's nice to have them yeah just to um, get started into the routine yeah so um i think this is actually a great place to take a little bit of a break for us and then when we come back i am going to talk very specifically about those things that i think she should be doing every day every week adjust you know adjusting for her own personal circumstances but i want to i want to before we go into the break say no you don't need to clean the toilet every day (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's like it's like so it's funny for me the extremes at which people come at me with these things it's like do i have to clean my toilet once a year or do i have to clean it once a day and i'm like how did you miss there's somewhere in between. There's somewhere in between. <laughs> yes. So we're going to talk about what that somewhere in between is when we come back from a little bit of a break with Dana Evans from Gawker. I'm Jolie Care. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. But no one understands this war at our hands. Keeping minds blank and replies frank while someone else is taking it to the bank. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. And today's break music is Big Ups. This is Ask a Clean Person. We'll be right back. Today's program was brought to you by Rolling Press. Rolling Press is a family-run digital and offset print house that brings together eco-friendly methods, ethical practices, and personalized service. Using environmentally responsible papers, non-toxic inks, and wind power, Rolling Press represents the harmony of traditional craftsmanship and mindful sustainability. Rolling Press offers advice on reducing paper waste and energy consumption, helping you save money and minimize your carbon footprint. For more information, visit rollingpress.com. Hi, welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and my guest today is Gawker's Dana Evans, Hello. who has joined me to talk about to-do lists and cleaning schedules. Um, so we left off uh, talking about how you don't have to clean your toilet every day, right? and also how you should 
clean it more than once a year also. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which I think probably most people know that. Yeah. Um, you but would it, think. One would think. Well, obviously not. Yeah. Obviously not, right? Because this, this poor girl thinks that she needs to be cleaning her toilet every day, which she does not need to be cleaning her toilet every day. Um, but there are a couple things that you should probably do every day. And I, bef- I should also... I always want to couch things and saying like, if you don't do this stuff every day, that is okay. Yeah. You know, don't beat yourself up. I'm not judging. This is like people, people like these kinds of guidelines. Right. So I give them because people like them, but not because I'm some kind of tyrant who's demanding (laughs) and like, or who thinks that you're filthy if you don't do this every single day. Yeah. Um, so, I mean like sometimes in our house, like yeah, we'll we'll go to bed and leave a couple dishes in the sink. Like it's it's, it's wow, okay. Jolie, really? Yeah. I'm, su- I'm surprised. No, I'm, well, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We do the we <laughs> do the dishes after after dinner every night. Yeah, so we do the full. You know, we don't leave like you know a, a mound, but yeah. like yeah, I mean, for sometimes we have to leave like a baking dish soaking overnight. Right, in the sink. right, sure. Sometimes you know my husband has a glass of bourbon before bedtime, and so the glass goes in the sink, and he doesn't get up yeah. and walk. You know, yeah. that's okay. No, like, I, I I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. Um, so anyway, so, but here is kind of my, I, so I, I did this for what I consider kind of the four main rooms in the house that create cleaning problems. And here are the things that if you want a good rule of thumb, the things that you should do every day and the things you should do once a week Okay. and with the extreme caveat that you should adjust this for your own life and schedule Mm -hmm. and it may be that you don't have to do these things every week i mean maybe you just don't use your living room all that often and doesn't need to be vacuumed once a week right so you know this isn't like a hard and fast rule okay so we'll start in the in the bedroom so for make your bed every day Mm, every every clean person it makes you feel so good when you make your bed every day i don't make it every day but when i do i feel great right and when you do you do feel better right and coming home feels better yeah and yeah so make your make your bed you know i i really strongly advocate for people to make their bed every Mm -hmm. single day um it's like a zen thing it's a very zen thing it's a very zen thing um and then this is a this is a very very tricky it sounds simple but it's not okay put your clothes away yeah i hate doing that i did not do that today because the thing is it's like sometimes you're running out the door and you want to change your outfit a hundred times then you're like do i really have to put this stuff away now yeah you know yeah julie says well i mean i i think put it away now or just put it away in the evening yeah yeah. um but putting away two things or three things is a two minute proposition versus the like like 50 things you have to put away that by the end of the week exactly that then you don't put away that then become a hundred things you know so it's like a lot of this daily stuff is just um of my uh, it's just my way of helping people to prevent the sort of snowballing of mess sure um which is really the name of the game right right Mm -hmm. um so put the clothes away. And 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 I say with putting the clothes away, like if you can't put the clean stuff away, at least put the dirty stuff in the hand. Yeah, yeah. D- dirty it's, it's dirty so underpants on the floor. I, <laughs> now there is a hard line I'm going to take. It's so dirty funny. underpants on the floor is not okay. No. no. It's so funny living in New York too cuz everyone's apartment is so small. It's just like 
it takes me five seconds to put my dirty clothes into my dirty laundry bag, but it's like that five seconds sometimes feels like so long. It's, <laughs> it's, a, like, it's I don't have that five <laughs> seconds right now. And it's amazing to me that people feel that way because like there's virtually no difference in dropping a sock on the floor versus yes. dropping a sock in exactly, the hamper. Like, exactly. Like, it blo- it's the I know. same motion. <laughs> I know. Be- believe me, I'm guilty. <laughs> so that that's kind of, those are my bedroom basics. Um, and then, um, and then weekly, um, cha- change your sheets. If you're a weekly, some people do it every other week and that's fine too. Yeah. I do some, it every week. Some people do once a month, which is okay. Mm. Not great. Any more than once a month. And you're really getting into dirty sheet. Yeah. Like bad dirty sheet territory. Um, I also just really, I love the feel of clean sheets. Yeah, so. me too. Who doesn't? It's the best. Yeah, it's great. Um, so cha- once a week, change the sheets and then, you know, d- d- do the, do the dusting, the tidying, whatever, you know, take the 15 minutes to just like tidy things up. Right. Mm-hmm. The, that, that is like virtually no time yeah. and you're going to have a clean bedroom and that's going to feel great. So then in the bathroom, the daily stuff, um, it one always hang the towels, right? Yeah. So don't leave stuff on the floor, mm-hmm. the dirty clothes, the dirty towels, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and then this is one that I think surprises people that I, I recommend wiping the sink down every day. Oh, see, I wouldn't think, I mean, I, yeah, I wouldn't think to do that really, yeah. but it makes a huge difference yeah. in the appearance of the bathroom. Right. Um, the sink gets really, you know, it gets filled up with hair and whiskers. If you have a man in the house, yeah, yeah. um, toothpaste spittle for women makeup debris that falls down so and i don't mean like any kind of heavy duty cleaning we just use microfiber sponges i change out i have a clean microfiber sponge every day okay um i just wipe literally just wipe yeah it takes 15 seconds yeah um and that makes a huge difference so that's one that i always recommend and then for the weekly cleaning in a bathroom i do think this is another place where i'll take a little bit of a hard line i do think the bathroom should be cleaned once a week yeah, I don't think it, it needs so... to be like toothbrushing the grout clean. Right. But I think you got to hit the tub, the sink, and yeah. the toilet with cleaner right. and a sponge. I like scrubbing bubbles. It just feels so much more sanitary to take yeah. a shower when you know you've cleaned it once a week. I mean, not yeah. to say that I'm like cleaning my shower. I mean, maybe I, you know. It also, the thing is, if you <laughs> I can you do... lie on air. <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, go ahead and lie I, I, well, I clean my shower once a week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, or even you know, once every other week. And this is what I mean by saying, like, just adjust for your life. Right. Um, sure. But the thing is also about regularly cleaning, particularly the shower, um, is that if you do it every week, it's going to take you maybe five minutes tops. Yeah. If you don't, it's going to take a lot longer because you're going to have to scrub harder. Right. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So, okay. you know, you're you're splitting the difference between frequency and sort of the, how hard the labor is right yeah is, i guess what i say mm-hmm. um and then do the floors and then i don't necessarily mean like getting down on the hands and knees and scrubbing the grout on the floors but just like vacuuming right or sweeping up the hair yeah um which is another <laughs> leads me to another very important thing about the bathroom floor is that you <laughs> you need to dry dry deal with the hair before you mop if you oh. haven't vacuumed or swept the hair in a dry yeah. situation and you just take a mop to it. That's the nastiest it's thing. A, you're just going to get <laughs> so wet, gross. Yeah. wet yeah. hair. Yeah. It's going to look really, really gross. Yeah. Um, so then, so that's, so that's kind of my bathroom prescription. And none of this sounds crazy, right? I mean. It doesn't. I think 
especially like you said if you put it on a calendar that's like you get a little alert that says hey yeah. clean your sink today yeah you know i mean that would annoy me eventually but yeah but well, if eventually it's you wouldn't need it right exactly. you would just you know like i said you just wake up on sunday and be like oh it's mirror cleaning day yeah yeah, yeah. um Okay, so moving into the kitchen, the kitchen is like super obvious. Wash the dishes, yeah, and you know just wipe the countertops down after you've like done any food prep, yeah. Um, and then the once a week, I tell I tell people to um, most people take their trash out once a week, sometimes mm-hmm. more, sometimes a little bit less. Um, but for the trash, what I tell people to do is to bag up the trash, open the refrigerator look in it and make sure there's nothing that needs to be pitched Yeah, and then take the trash down. And then when you're sort of in there to, you know, wipe up any spills as they happen, because then you don't have to do super like major fridge cleaning. Um, And then the other thing once a week, you know, is just to do a little bit more of a deep cleaning of the surfaces. So again, really easy. This is like not hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, The living room is the easiest one of them all. So on a daily basis, and this is also, I think, applies to the bedroom, you know, just make sure you're picking up any dishes that you've brought in there, cup, right. you know, glasses, yeah, wine yeah, glasses, sure. whatever, bring them into the kitchen, um, just straighten things up, you know, straighten up a pile, straight fluff a cushion. Yeah. I know. like to throw out my New Yorkers like once a week too. That's, not, oh, not, that's discipline. Not I love all it. of them. I mean... I also feel guilt because it's like, oh, well, I didn't read this one. So, <laughs> but isn't it is, that just the secret of the New Yorker that no one actually, no one actually reads, reads them? <laughs> but it, it is a really it makes you feel cleaner when you're like, I don't have a stack of New Yorkers just like sitting and waiting for me. So that's my yeah. that's my ritual. That's now. a very good I'll one. That mail clutter is like a whole other topic yeah, that yeah, I have yeah. to talk about one of these days. Um, and then on a, on the weekly. Um, you know, kind of similar to the bedroom cleaning, dust and tidy mm-hmm. once a week. If you dusting is one of those things, like it's just going to come back. Right. So, but you have to do it, right? Especially if you have allergies, you can't just leave it. It's you're going to be miserable in your own home. It's going to look gross. Um, and then vacuum. Yeah. You know, once a week, once every other week. I mean, it really depends on your home. If you have cats, you're going to be vacuuming all the time. Yeah. If you don't, maybe you're not vacuuming. If it's you know, if you have carpet, you're going to be vacuuming more than if you have hardwood. Right, right. Um, so that's like kind of my general prescriptive thing. And yeah. then this, I will very quickly tell you that those things, or the weekly things at least, are the things that I have on my digital calendar mm-hmm. that I have just set as recurring that's like, you know, on Tuesday you clean the kitchen, on Wednesday you wash all the whites, on Thursday you do the bathroom, you know. yeah. Um, I adjust it around as I get busier, as my schedule changes, whatever it is. But it's nice to have it. Yeah. It's nice to know everything just gets done. I very rarely stress about cleaning my home. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also partly true when I say the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday thing. I work from home. So, right. you know, when I finish an assignment, I can get up, do 20 minutes of cleaning, and then sit back down to do something else and it's for me it clears my head a little bit to do that um but i mention that because it is an important part of of saying that this is what works for my schedule and my life right and not everybody's life is like that no not everyone has the luxury of working from home and being able to you know take a 20 minute break to clean the bathroom but even just working from home it makes you think about this stuff so much more too because you're like oh my god my apartment is disgusting right i I can't work right now yeah well the floors you know yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) having to do the floors this week was really (laughs) born out of like every day just looking at the the floors and being like how do how am i living like this right i'm the clean person i gotta wash those floors yeah um so the we are about to wrap up i do want to read um we had a second reader question that i'm not going to get to it was very similar to the first one mm-hmm. um 
a woman who um, is about to add a second child to her family and was a little bit pa- feeling a little panicked about her cleaning schedule and, and sort of, you know, what, what to do when um, I would, I would ease up on that schedule for her. Cause two babies is like a, a whole lot. And yeah, you don't need yeah. to be, you know, that crazy about cleaning. Um, but I did want to share a tip that she sent that I thought was so clever. And I think speaks really to this idea of, um, of reminding yourself, use, using something as a reminder to do something else. Yeah. Um, so she had read my book, and um, there's a, a portion uh, in the book that talks about how to clear drains using various methods. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the methods is to use baking soda and vinegar to clear a drain. Oh, now, interesting. Okay. That's really best used for a slow-moving drain. It's probably not going to really touch a major clog. And I recommended it for not only for slow moving drains, but also to keep drains clear for people who tend to have backups because they have a lot of hair. Like I'm one of those people. I have a lot of hair. Um, and I, and I said, I sort of made a joke in the book about, um, the hardest part of it is just remembering to do it. So reader treasure writes to me. I also wanted to drop a tip on something you mentioned in your awesome book. Awesome book, you guys. (laughs) My awesome book. I love it. Um, You're waxing eloquent on the merits of vinegar and baking soda for drain maintenance, which is one of my favorite things to do as well. And there are other people like me out in the world, (laughs) by the way. Um, And mention that it is hard to remember to do it frequently. I have a plan for that. I use those Arm & Hammer fridge and freezer baking soda containers, which you are supposed to change once once a month. I admit I change them every other, but whatever. Yeah, I agree. Whatever. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's a marketing scam. Good for Arm and Hammer for getting <laughs> us to believe that one. Um, anyway, when I change them out, I rip open the tops of the boxes, grab my vinegar, and hit the drains. It helps me to remember to do it, and it's a nice little money saver. I've oh, had no so problems smart. with funky smells from the quote unquote used baking soda, though I suppose if you have a frat boy fridge, that might be a bad idea. Yeah. So anyway, I loved that. That's great. That's really I thought smart. that was a great um, a great tip. That's in the along the lines of what we've been talking about today, which yeah. is you know really using your calendar as a reminder for these chores um, that then become just such a habit that you incorporate them into your life. And hopefully, Dana, you will incorporate a few of these yeah. habits into your life, whether you go back to your paper planner know. Who knows? or you Who stick knows? with the digital. <laughs> um, I hope that you will come back one of these days to yeah. tell us how things shook out with we'll your see. calendaring. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like one day I'm going to have an incident where I miss some big event because I've like screwed up both of my calendars <laughs> at once. So I'll let you know on that. Okay. Well, I hope that does, doesn't happen, <laughs> but I do hope that you come back. Dana Evans, thank you so very much for being yeah, here. Thank you for having me. Dana is a staff writer at Gawker.com and I am Jolie Kerr, uh, the woman behind Ask a Clean Person on Deadspin.com. This has been Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us with questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. Hi. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 